Hi, wherever you're listening to me, I hope you're staying safe and doing well. I'm Hari Arakli and this is today's Tech Briefing. In this program, the second question is, how did we choose the eight questions? And that is a phenomenal question because I did a lot of research online to find the 10 most asked questions in all interviews across the world. That's after these headlines. Pfizer, BioNTech and Moderna, three of the world's biggest COVID vaccine makers, are making an estimated $1,000 every second in profits even as the world's poorest go unvaccinated, according to a press release yesterday from Oxfam, a UK-based non-profit development organization. The estimate is based on a report by the People's Vaccine Alliance. The alliance has 80 members, including the African Alliance, Global Justice Now, Oxfam and UNAIDS. Pfizer and BioNTech have delivered less than 1% of their total vaccine supplies to low-income countries, while Moderna has delivered just 0.2%. Meanwhile, 98% of people in low-income countries have not been fully vaccinated, according to the release. Britain is moving into phase 2 of its investigation of NVIDIA's proposed $54 billion takeover of UK chip designer Arm after the first phase of the probe by the country's competition authority revealed concerns of both competition and national security, according to a government statement. This could pose a setback to ARM's majority owner, SoftBank Group. The deal, when announced in September 2020, was pegged at $40 billion in cash and stock, but has since risen in value to $54 billion. UK's Competition and Markets Authority has found that the acquisition may result in a substantial lessening of competition across four key markets, data centers, Internet of Things, automotive and gaming, according to the statement. The authority now has 24 weeks plus an additional 8 weeks if needed to conclude its investigations. ARM's chips go into several devices, including Apple's iPhones. The deal is also under scrutiny in Europe and China. Infosys and MIT Technology Review's custom publishing division Insights have launched the Cloud Hub, a forum offering insights and learning from successful cloud transformations to help global enterprises accelerate their cloud journey, the Indian IT services company said in a press release. The Cloud Hub aims to create a community of experts from the industry, including practitioners, providers and influencers, to debate key challenges and opportunities surrounding one of the biggest technology disruptions that the world is witnessing. Even as a new generation of entrepreneurs is trying to reinvent email, think Rahul Vora at Superhuman or Bhavin Turakia with Titan, Sabir Bhatia, the original email entrepreneur, continues to seek his next big challenge. In today's interview, Sabir tells Forbes India about Showreel, which he hopes is timed right to bring purposeful short videos to millions of users. Here's more. Uh, Sabir, uh, welcome to this podcast and thank you so much for making time for this. You're here in India again, uh, this time to launch uh, another new venture. Uh, maybe you could start by telling us a little bit about it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so very briefly, the name of the venture is Showreel. And uh, what I do in Showreel is help people create video profiles by interviewing them. 
And the video profiles can be of uh, professional in nature. There are about eight professional questions that I ask uh, people. Uh, uh, so they, as they answer one by one, uh, they stitch together all of their answers and have a video profile uh, of their professional careers, if you will. And the idea is really simple. You know, uh, video has exploded and has become, if it hasn't already, it will very soon become the premium form of content consumption over the next few years. Uh, if you look at kids, all they do is watch video all day long. And of course, a lot of video has been created for entertainment purposes. The focus here is to help people create videos for a, for a purpose. And uh, the primary purpose, obviously, is employment, but they can also create personal videos, which they can then share with you know, uh, other people for, for example, personal reasons, such as, you know, finding a life partner, as, as an example. Uh, I even have a section uh, on startups where uh, people can answer certain questions that I ask uh, on startups and which helps them create a startup pitch uh, through video. Uh, so think of it as a you know, uh, as a as an app that enables people to create focused, purpose-driven uh, videos, and that, in a nutshell, is what what Showreel is. Hmm. And is uh, Showreel commercially available from today? Absolutely, it is commercially available from today. Uh, people can download it on the App Store, uh, on the iPhone, or the Google Play Store, on on the Android platform. And uh, where would the videos uh, reside? Uh, is, the, is this for people to make videos for themselves or can they uh, upload it uh, maybe on a platform that you have created where they can point uh, their uh, prospective employers and so on uh, to that link or so on? How does that work? Yeah, exactly as you described it. All the video is stored in the cloud on our servers, basically on Amazon slash Google cloud servers. And uh, people can uh, then, uh, you know, they get a QR code of their video interaction. Uh, they can forward that, send it to you through WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, email, text messaging, whatever form they, they, they want. Uh, and then people can, you know, uh, like it, dislike it, appreciate it, give their votes. Uh, so all the videos become essentially links which can then be sent to prospective employers or prospective life partners or investors if it is a VC video, VC pitch video, for example. Hmm. The eight questions, uh, uh, what was the process, the brainstorming involved in coming up with those eight questions? And I ask this uh, because these days uh, everybody is talking about applying artificial intelligence to everything. So I'd imagine as you collect more data on your platform, uh, you will refine it and possibly some of these questions were also already designed with some AI in mind. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Very good question. So once we start getting data and start profiling people, absolutely we will use AI. For example, if in, um, you know, think of a company uh, that let's say hires, say 10,000 people every year or 5,000 people every year let's take a hypothetical company. 
let's say we give them 50,000 videos and they label the 10,000 that they like off the 50,000. Now we know their preferences, what kind of candidates they want. Uh, the next time around, we can scale it to, you know, uh, finding the right 5,000 or the right 10,000 uh, uh, you know, applicants from a pool of a million videos or even a billion videos for that, for that matter. So that is the AI part. Once we start collecting data, it lends itself very well to machine learning and, and, and artificial intelligence. Uh, the second question is, how did we choose the eight questions? And that is a phenomenal question because I did a lot of research online to find the 10 most asked questions in all interviews across the world. And essentially I've captured those 10 questions in eight questions. And each and every one of them, you know, gives the, uh, the, the person or the user the, the opportunity to really showcase who they are as human beings, what kind of work that they have done. So it paints a complete picture of an individual and not just uh, focus on, for example, the professional part and names and titles. Uh, it's more than just titles because it tells you know, the prospective employer what the person has really done in his life, what is the person proud of, what kind of accomplishments they have, uh, they have achieved. Uh, so it really gets deeper into understanding the thought process of an individual as opposed to just looking at the individual uh, by the kind of titles that they have held. Mm. Um, while you were telling me about this, I was, you know, in my head, I was actually thinking that I can see this uh, just becoming the part of the signature line of uh, everybody in all of the emails that they send if they want to choose to include it. Uh, but do you foresee that, uh, you know, possibly happening in India? I mean, 400 million plus internet users and growing and a thriving startup ecosystem. So do you think, uh, you know, it could uh, garner a large number of users in India? In fact, not just the, not the whole interview, I don't think, but there is a portion of the interview where I ask one question, which is, please introduce yourself. And that, whether it's a 30-second response or a one-minute response, could become the line that people include along with their LinkedIn profile. Hmm. The reason for that is that, I mean, think of it when you go to uh, kind of a gathering of people of say 20 or 30 business people, normally the first thing people do is go around the room introducing themselves. And people introduce themselves in like, you know, 20 to 30 seconds where they kind of describe who they are. If, for example, it's a, it's a meeting where people haven't met face to face. I mean, it's just human nature to at least establish some relationship with another human being. Uh, before they delve into, you know, the full business context of of why they are meeting. Uh, uh, I can totally see this, uh, you know, uh, being added on to the signature line. I wouldn't, I don't foresee adding the entire interview, but uh, just, uh, you know, the introductory part, which is just 30 seconds. Uh, and the, 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 the answer to the question, please introduce yourself, being uh, you know, a part of every signature line. Mm. 
in in terms of the product innovations that you have uh, already built into the app uh, and the way the pe- way people can use the app give us a couple of examples i mean i'm thinking maybe uh, if two people meet uh, is there a qr code that somebody can just scan and get the other person's uh, introductory video or maybe there is something like a bluetooth or an nfc you just tap two phones if they have the apps or maybe even if one person doesn't have the app are there ways they can quickly exchange these videos what kind of innovations are built in so yeah so there are two one is of course the obvious one is the qr code that's simple trivial every video you know has a qr code associated with it which people can you know broadcast put on their paper resumes put on their signature lines whatever uh the other is the artificial intelligence bit where we transcribe every video and then we get some sort of sentiment analysis uh video analysis tone voice demeanor uh body language all of that which adds to the the pure content of information that people are sharing like for example you know when i'm speaking right now uh why is a podio a, a podcast you know so uh effective people are not just listening to the content but are listening to my tone of voice as well and that's exactly what we you know will uh, essentially extract from the the video data that we get hmm uh will you be leading this venture yourself uh, as chief executive or have you uh, i'm sure you have assembled a team but have you also identified uh, someone else to run it on a day to day basis oh no no i'll be running this myself we have a very small team uh and uh you know the the real idea here is that this can expand in so many different directions because it is really a conversation and capturing the conversation between two people for example you are capturing the conversation right now by way of an a podcast right audio uh we are essentially capturing a similar conversation through video and if people choose we can even make it audio only right but you get the essence of what the other person is trying to say by uh, through a conversation and that's the beauty of uh, of this uh, one of the other applications of this is you know in the health area uh where imagine if i can ask you uh, a few basic questions about your health and i can give you actual analysis uh you know this is where you can improve this is what you are this is where you're headed you know and have real doctors provide you with uh, that kind of feedback uh that becomes really powerful and imagine uh, you know once you've labeled certain uh data uh you can then really extrapolate that to a billion people who have never seen a doctor in their lives and give them real doctor based feedback and monitor them on a regular basis just like every car is monitored you know and people cars are brought in for an oil change or whatever you know a uh, service why why are we not doing that for human beings so this could become very powerful once we start you know expanding in those directions but the the short answer to your question is no i am leading it myself hmm fair enough i'd imagine uh, you'd continue to be based uh, in silicon valley in terms of the headquarters but maybe at some point you would uh, establish uh, some kind of a development center in india as well or have you already done that 
already we already have a development center all of the development is being done in india and and, and where in india is that based in it's in kerala in cochin why the uh, choice of cochin and not uh, hyderabad or bangalore i found the team on zoom remember this entire uh, app was conceived off after the start of the pandemic and <laughs> was the team was hired remotely and the entire team has been uh, assembled and you know basically we're uh it was just uh, uh a chance of fate that the the the, the my co-founder who is in chicago you know has a, a group of people uh, in his company uh out of cochin hmm. uh in terms of the indian uh, startup ecosystem uh you have uh, uh, i mean i'm aware of a few uh startups i think that you've uh, backed or or you've been directly involved in i recall uh, i guess almost 10 years ago uh there was a company called instacall uh for instant collaboration i guess that you were backing and uh, uh later on uh, more recently I, i think about 3 years ago you also were looking into applying uh, iot uh, in agriculture uh give us an update on some of these uh, ventures how they have fared so instacall um uh, didn't make it it uh, and the whole iot thing i have backed out of because the promise of iot didn't uh you know pan out you know we were expected to have i don't know 50 60 100 billion connected devices by 2020 uh that's what ericsson believed and that's what uh cisco claimed everything would be internet connected and it really hasn't happened like the way we expected it to and plus the you know you think of even though the price of individual sensors is falling when you add a sensor and all of the compute power around it and make it into a device and sales and marketing all of a sudden you're looking at something which is too expensive mm-hmm. uh you know for ordinary machines or for agriculture and especially agriculture in india which is got razor thin margins small plots of land you know millions of people employed in the sector uh so you cannot get like uh you know the uh benefits of large scale deployment where i mean the, the issues in 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 kind of the west are very different where most farming is highly mechanized here it's still you know hand uh kind of driven uh, human labor driven um and and then and that has huge challenges even if you come up with great iot devices that can sense you know water temperature uh, atmospheric pressure right kind of uh, soil requirement it doesn't lend itself very well uh, you know to india and so i kind of once again i've stepped back and taken a back seat and shelved that idea till the timing is right this one the timing is right because the need is immediate there are a billion people that are unemployed and we want to go and solve that problem right now mm. um you're you're obviously in a position to uh, help people uh, get you know take advantage of the best that both india and silicon valley uh, have to offer so i guess in that context uh, and if you so choose to you're also in a position to uh, be an investor and mentor to many startups in india's rising startup scene i mean is that something that you have considered have you 
already invested in some startups or would you want to take a look at that no you know i mean i am so excited about what i'm doing with shoreel and the different areas it can grow in i really don't have time and energy to focus on being an investor and a mentor because that takes time and effort mm. and uh, right now i'm trying to get an idea off the ground which is truly unique never been done before so there is no playbook for it that already exists either in the west or in india or anywhere else in the world it's completely out of the box mm. you know and it's a crazy idea crazy ideas sometimes change the world uh many a times they don't work so it's a very likely possibility that this will uh not work at all i'm giving myself you know another year to make it successful mm. uh and if it works it may just change the world right and uh, uh that's uh, that requires enormous amount of uh you know uh emotional i should say attention and focus and when you're doing that there is just no time to do anything else and i'm happy doing it because i believe in it and i believe this is a world changing idea uh but only time will tell if it is or it isn't uh and i'm not afraid to to you know take some bold steps to try to make it happen fair enough uh, if uh, if india is going to be your focus for show reels uh, at least to start with uh, have you already looked at uh, things like uh, localizing it in terms of uh, local languages uh, as you know a uh, very large number of people in india have some access now uh, to the internet but not really you know any facility with english absolutely very appropriate question the reason i chose video is uh because i absolutely want to localize this once i see some kind of limited success with the english language and some initial user feedback after this launch like i said by the end of this year i'll have a very good idea of what it takes to then and then i will go completely 100% into localizing it in every language and you know serving every class of uh you know of society in india for example i'm really excited about using this for social welfare development you know there are 450 million people in india who are you know uh who benefit from some sort of government kind of uh, aid and but the government has no idea if it's welfare schemes and it's uh, you know uh, uh uh is is actually reaching the end customer this is a great way for, to get real time feedback so i am like super excited about the different directions that this can go in but that also means that we will absolutely localize it in every language every dialect and that's easy part because all it requires is for somebody to get on in front of a screen and record the questions in the local language and you've got localization right there you know so we've built the the infrastructure to allow for that very very easily so the the short answer to your question is yes we will localize this also i guess another uh, uh, difficulty in the indian market might be that uh, people typically 
will not have expensive smartphones and as you know uh, um, companies like uh, reliance are uh, trying to build uh, good smartphones which are also easy on the pocket would uh, show reels also be a light enough app uh, for people to use it uh, and maybe in areas where even 4g connections may not be very good yes yes absolutely we have already we are testing the software with like right now 50 different <laughs> flavors of android and you know even the some of the cheapest ones and making sure that even with spotty connectivity does it work so absolutely and you know we will continue to uh, go down that effort even though this is a video app to make sure that we we address as large as a market as we possibly can hmm uh here's a maybe a little early question uh but uh, uh going forward uh, what kind of partnerships might make sense uh, for showreel i'll give you an example as you know uh, there are now uh, startups like uh, apna uh, apna comes to my mind uh, in uh, india they have made uh, significant strides in uh, uh, bringing jobs to blue collar job seekers uh, do you think showreels could partner with companies like that absolutely 100% we will partner with anybody and everybody who is interested in including video uh you know on their platforms whether it's apna whether it's uh you know doctors it's uh you know not nokri.com it's i don't care it doesn't matter whoever wants video on their platform and a very focused video conversation uh we will be delighted to partner with that company mm. uh and any numbers that uh, you'd like to share in terms of uh, what initial investments have gone into showreel it's self funded right now so i'm not sharing any information i'll continue to fund it for as long as i uh, i need to and um uh, like i said once i have the initial numbers on uh, user uh, acquisition costs then i will go for a formal vc round to really scale it up and take it from you know a few tens of thousands of users to hopefully 100 million users okay of course uh, again this is a little bit of crystal ball gazing but uh, uh, in terms of an aspiration uh, do you have some kind of a time frame where you might want to get to that 100 million users i would say uh, conservatively if this launch goes well and we are able to get some initial numbers on a few first few tens of thousands of users Uh, I would say in the next five years, three to five years, three would be overly optimistic. Five would be realistic. We would get to 100 million. Okay, uh, really interesting uh, conversation, Sabir. Uh, thank you again for giving us a chance to talk to you about this and learn about your latest venture. And I definitely hope to keep the conversation going. Thank you for your time. I enjoyed it as well. Take care. That was Sabir Bhatia. That's it for this briefing. You can find all our podcasts on forbesindia.com and on your favorite podcast apps. I'm Hari Arakli. Thank you for listening.